0: No Budget RC podcast here. Actually, that started kind of weird. Uh, that 50 episodes you'd think I'd have this down. You're listening to No Budget RC podcast. I am your host, Eli, and you're listening to episode 50. That's how we start the show. All right, guys. Uh, so wanted to let you know that I did start an Instagram, Instagram page for the No Budget RC podcast. If you guys would like to go over there and give me a follow, you will see a lot of the items that I talk about on the podcast. You will be able to see them on the Instagram page. Um, New vehicles that I buy, upgrades that I do. I post all that stuff over there. So we always start off with what is new in my RC garage. And since the last episode, I've got some new stuff in. From T-Bone Racing, I have a front basher bumper and rear stump bumper with the optional willy bar wheels for the Techno MT410. And I also have, from M2C Racing, front upper shock tower brace and a rear upper shock tower brace. For Those are also for the Techno MT410. Then the other new thing I have is today I picked up a Traxxas 116th e Alright guys, so what I want to do in this episode is basically just give you a kind of an update of what I've been doing in the hobby. Um... A lot has changed here. A lot has changed in my RC garage, so I kind of figured I'd just do a update. So, recently, about a w- last weekend, so about a week ago, I sold my Traxxas TRX Four. I have said several times, I like building crawlers more than I actually like running them. And it's just been sitting here. I've ran it in my yard a couple times. I've dumped a ton of money into, you know, building it up. I have not taken it out and actually ran it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw it up and see if it sells, and it did. Then this weekend, I sold the Traxxas Summit that I had. And that was kind of the plan with that vehicle all along. Um, If you remember few episodes ago, I had picked up a Thunder Tiger roller, and I got it going. I was trying to sell it basically just to flip it make some money and end up trading it for that Summit. So I ended up selling the Summit. And then uh, today I picked up the little Traxxas 116th eRevo. I picked that up because I found it for cheap. The guy had put it up about five days ago on OfferUp, and today he did a price drop on it and he got closer to what i was willing to pay for it. it had a broken chassis other than that it was ready to run and i looked it up and you can pick up the chassis for about 20 bucks so i went ahead and i threw him an offer on it that was lower than what he'd lowered his uh, lowered his price to and he accepted it so i went ahead and picked it up and i've already ordered the uh, replacement chassis for it so when i get the chassis in here i'll put it all together get it running and uh, probably run it a couple times and make sure everything's good and right on it and then end up selling it. Um, Got out last weekend. My friend Roger hit me up and we went to a local park and uh, where we were bashing out was quite a ways away from where we parked at. So I did not drag my ramps all the way down there. But I uh, went and ran around with him. He had a, he, I know him from crawling and he recently picked up, had picked up a uh, Traxxas X-Max. So he was running the 8S X-Max and I was running my Techno MT410 and uh, we had a pretty good time running. Uh, he was having some overheating issues with the X-Max. Um, so he cut, kind of cut his day short. He had to keep letting it cool off. Then uh, that night, he ended up trading the x Max off for a Losey 8 4.0, so one of the newer versions of the Losey buggy. And so the next day, we went out. We went to a local school here, and I took my ramps and set them up, and we were doing some jumps and having a good time and um, bashed for quite a while. I ended up uh, on the Techno MT410, I ended up having the rear body mount which is plastic pop off of the shock tower. I'm not never have been a big fan of how that is uh, held to the shock tower. Basically it's held to the shock tower with one screw and then the nuts that hold the shock standoffs standoffs on hold it on. Well that plastic if you take a hard enough hit and the body flexes enough the that plastic body mount will uh, pull out from underneath the uh nuts that hold the uh the uh shock stand that's on. And I'd had problems with that with the front before and actually had done it so many times on the front one on my old body that I ended up when I got the new body I had to replace the front body mount. And so I did it last weekend on the rear. So I got the M2C racing front and rear upper shock tower braces because what those do is the way those mount it actually you actually replace your shock standoffs and uh, with a much beefier shock standoff and it now sandwiches that plastic piece between the aluminum brace and the aluminum uh, shock tower so there's no way that that piece of plastic can pop off anymore so besides strengthening the shock towers it also that was the main reason I got it is because it will sandwich that plastic body mount in there so there's no way it can pop loose um besides that i also had a shock cap that had somehow worked its way loose and puked all the shock fluid out so i did have to do a uh, shock rebuild also on that but it is all back together and ready to go um we had a great time um i tend to anytime i bring the ramps out seems like something ends up breaking but that's part of the hobby. And I've gotten used to it. Um, just hope it's not something too expensive. So, kind of talked about how I was going to, f- about this Traxxas 116 eRevo and how I'll, you know, picked it up because I got it for cheap. The other day, so I've been into hobby grade RC vehicles for about five years. I don't know exactly when I got in, but it's been about five years. And I always tell people I've probably had 50 RCs over that five years. The other day, I sat down and tried to remember all the RCs that I've had. I wrote them all down, and then a couple hours later, I remembered a couple more and added them. But from what I can remember, and I'm sure I'm missing a couple in there somewhere, maybe a few. But from what I can remember and what I have on my list, I have owned 37 RC vehicles over the last five years. Now, some people are going to think that's a lot, and some people have owned way more than that. But the reason I've owned so many is I got into this hobby with a Red Cat Caldera 10E monster track that I picked up used. And I paid too much for it. I didn't do enough research on it. But I started doing my research after I had it. And shortly after that, I picked up a Red Cat Volcano that the guy had lost the... the uh, radio to it and I picked that up for cheap bought a cheap radio and ran it a couple times and sold it and made some money on it and I took that money and put it back into the hobby and that's what I've done over the last five years I've bought a lot of RC vehicles that need work and I fix them and run them for a while if I really like them, I'll keep them for a long time. If it's something that's like, yeah, it's it. I mean, I've never had an RC vehicle that wasn't fun, but some of them are just funner than others, and some of them, it's like, why I sold the Summit. Is Summits are fun, but I just I don't see what I'm going to run it. I really like my Techno MT four ten. I like fast eight scale bashers and jumping, and. That's mostly what I do. So rather than just have something sitting here on the shelf, I'll usually sell it and get something, you know. You know, there's been a few vehicles I've really liked. Uh, My first Arma Creighton, the V2 Creighton I picked up, I really liked it, and I held on to it for a long time. Then I got the Arma Outcast, and at the time I liked it better, and I ended up selling the Creighton. Then I regretted it. Now we have another Creighton. It's my wife's, but I still run it also. So, there's been some that I've regretted selling, and there's but most, for the most part, you know, if there's one I like better, I'll get rid of the other one. And I've a lot of times it's you know picking up ones that need work. And the way to, that I've done this successfully and been able to make money and you know upgrade in the hobby is by every day I check offer up and I check Facebook marketplace and occasionally I check Craigslist, but Craigslist has really died in the last couple of years. As far as RC cars in my area, there's not many of them on there. I do occasionally still check it, but the main ones are offer up and Facebook marketplace in my area. And you got to know what the prices are locally. A lot of times when you're selling something you ask somebody, Oh, what should I ask for it? They'll tell you to go look on eBay and see what they've sold for. And I think that's a terrible way to price vehicles locally, price RCs locally. It's a great way if you're going to sell it on eBay. Unfortunately, I don't like selling vehicles on eBay because, unfortunately, the shipping can kill you. Um, You know, um, my original Armacreton that I bought, the V2, I bought it out of Texas and I had to pay the shipping on it. And it was $70 to ship that thing up here to Washington State. Now, he shipped it two-day, which he didn't need to. He could have shipped it cheaper, but still, shipping can be quite expensive. So I always go with local prices, and knowing local prices, knowing what things are going for locally, and then if you find something that needs work, you need to look and see what it's going to cost you to fix it. So by doing that, I've been pretty successful as far as being able to make money on vehicles and, you know, some of them I've kept for a while and other ones have been, you know, I've pretty much fixed them them once and gotten rid of them. But just basically you got to be dedicated and check the price on, you know, on a regular basis. Like I said, I'm almost every day I'm checking it. And, you know, like with the 116th E Revo, the guy posted up about five days ago. He lowered his price. He was closer to what I was comfortable with. I shot him an offer, and he took it. I also today shot an offer on a slash 4x4. Locally here right now, Traxxas slash 4x4s so are only going for $250 to $300. This guy had one that needed work. He posted it up for 250 I offered him 150 on it. He counted with 200 I said, "Uh, I'm going to pass on the 200, but if you change your mind and you'll take the 150 later, hit me up. Most of the time you don't hear back from those guys, but occasionally you do. And if you, you know, if an RC needs work, a lot of people will just avoid it. Um, I probably have the parts here to fix it because I've had three Traxxas Slash 4x4s in the past. And when I've upgraded them, I've kept the stock parts. Plus, I've bought an RC lots where somebody's getting out of the hobby, I'll buy the whole lot from them. I'll break it up and sell the individual pieces and make, you know, some some money back on it that way. And some of it I end up keeping. I have boxes and boxes of RC parts in my garage. By having all these parts, I've been able to buy vehicles and sometimes fix them with stuff I already have. So I don't put up any more money into them. And I've also been able to help out friends when they've broke something. A lot of times I'll have the part they need and I'll give it to them so they can get their RCs up and running. But that's kind of how I've done the hobby. There are some other people here locally that do that. They're mostly into crawlers. Um, They actually recently ran the price on crawlers here locally up quite high because anytime there was a fair deal on a crawler, they were picking it up and um, flipping it. Um For me... I, I, there's been some times where I've lost money on them. There's been some times where I broke even, but for the most part, by checking it on a regular basis, I've been able to make money on a lot of these. And there's been some that have just been a surprise to me where I picked it up, planning on just flipping it because I've seen them, you know, like, okay, well, you know, that's, that's a good price on that. I usually go for a little bit higher. I can fix that and that, or sometimes it's just that the body's beat up on it. It's like, okay, I can buy a body, paint it up and put it on there and I know I can sell that for more and then I end up liking the vehicle and I've kept them for quite a while um you know but that's kind of it's you know it's kind of a risk but if you're up to date on what your local prices are and you've done your research and you looked and you know what it's going to cost to fix it for the most part usually you can make money Now, occasionally, when you're buying a vehicle, it needs work. Sometimes you buy it, you tear into it, and you find out it needs more stuff than what you knew it needed, and that can end up eating up any profit, but it's kind of the risk you take. Um, That's really all I had for this episode. I kind of feel like I'm just starting to ramble now, guys, but um, so I'll cut it off here. So until next time, keep it shiny side up, and we'll talk at you later. Thanks for listening.